Hi and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Side Hustle Podcast. I'm your host Paul and in this week's show I want to talk about the tricky issue of finding comparables uh, when you're analysing a property and you want some local benchmarks to know if the property you're looking at is fairly priced or not and also I'll be discussing rental comparables too. Now just a quick reminder you can still watch our free property workshop right now on our website psnproperty.co.uk just click the big button there and you can sign up and get access to our free property workshop also on our website you'll find lots of property articles and posts too which you might find helpful so check it out that's psnproperty.co.uk Well, I hope you're all doing well and thanks for tuning in and listening again to another episode of the Property Side Hustle podcast. And I know it's been it's been a bit miserable, hasn't it, lately? The weather has been just awful. I mean, you know, it's great that things are starting to open up again. We've got everywhere opening up again. Um we can we can go inside uh pubs and restaurants um and other places from Monday. And it's going to be so much better being able to sit inside rather than wearing, you know, a massive coat and 15 layers of thermals just to get through a meal or a few drinks. I went out uh, last, was it last, yeah, last Friday, uh, last Friday, Saturday and Sunday, I had a busy weekend and it was so cold on the Friday. Um, you know, I had to dig out my very, very manly thermal pants to wear uh, when I was out for the weekend and it, it's just it's just crazy i keep saying to my wife it's may it's may what's going on you know the weather in april was better than this it's just crazy so let's hope the bank holiday at the end of the month is going to be a sunny one nice and warm blue skies and we can get out and enjoy it properly So let's talk comparables. Now, a lot of people struggle with comparables, so I'm going to share how I approach finding the best comparables possible. Now, I prefer to look for a mixture of comps. We're going to call them comps, short for comparables. So if I'm analysing a property as, let's say, a buy-to-let, and I know what the vendor wants for it, I'll look for on-the-market comps, and I'll look for sold comps. And that way, I get a solid idea of... The market conditions, really, and what people are trying to sell at. And also, if we have recent comparable sales, I'll know you know what they're actually selling for. Always remember, what a property is advertised for, or on the market for, is not necessarily the price it will sell for. I've said that before. You know, you can find out on the market prices, dead easy, Hop on right move and Zoopla and look for what's for sale in the same postcode area. Pretty obvious. There may well be a mixture of properties, terraced, semi-detached, detached, flats, etc. So narrow down the search and look for a property with the same number of bedrooms. And if you looked at the property from the outside and you were stood outside the property, looking back, it's going to look pretty similar to the property you're analysing. Now, obviously... A three-bed terrace is going to be probably smaller than a three-bed semi in most cases. 
One important thing to take note of is actually the the square footage of the property. Um, you know, this will give you a pounds per square foot. So you know how much house your pound will buy you. You know, valuers um, or surveyors will value a property often on its pounds per square foot for that area, for that postcode area and that type of property. There'll be a pounds per square foot that they will have. You know, obviously other things are taken into consideration, such as the property's facilities, uh, the room sizes, the market data, the condition, etc. But it's a really good metric to be aware of, pounds per square foot. And actually on that, there is a website I've mentioned before, Property Data. Uh, I, think, I think the website is actually propertydata.co.uk. Um, and they've got a Google Chrome plugin. So if you hop on their website and you look at... Um, you look at downloading the Google Chrome plugin. You can then go on to Rightmove and do a property search. Now, when you carry out the property search and click on a property, you pull up the property details and you've you, you've got the property details, the picture there, all the pictures of the property. And underneath, on the right-hand side, you'll have a load of property data that is pulled through from, guess, <laughs> property data's website so it's pulled through and one of those metrics that you get is pounds per square foot so you can kind of get an idea okay the pounds per square foot of this property is x amount and then you're looking at other properties and you realize that actually that one is a bit below the average you know you can kind of get a feel for the pounds per square foot for the area and those types of properties and you get other other uh, things pulled through like the average selling prices the average sold prices uh, rental uh prices for a property uh, like that it's really really powerful um it's a really powerful tool that you can use so yeah check that out that's property data so how do you find um sold prices well you know it's super simple um you can use right move you can use a land registry you can use websites like net house prices just go on there, pop in a postcode and hit search. And again, the clue is in the name. It must be comparable to the property you are analysing. Similar size, similar floor plan, similar condition is a big one. Similar style of house, you know, same number of bedrooms, etc., etc. If you cannot find any recent comparables in the last couple of years... And this is the issue that people have. This is the issue that we mentioned. This is the reason we're doing the podcast. Um, because it does come up. You know, you can't find any any recent comparables. You've got two options. You either extend your search area slightly till you find a comparable that you can use, or you look at older comparables that sold three to five years ago. So my top tip is, if you're using older comparables, you have got to look at what's happened to capital growth in that period of time. So you know if the price makes sense or not. If capital growth was only, let's say, 10% in the past five years, and yet the property was 15% higher in value, then why is that the case? You know, you have to really look at the data to get the answers. There could be a valid reason. You know, like they, they added an extension to the property. 
they built a conservatory on the side. They've they've reconfigured it so they've got off road parking. It could be they're asking too much for the property. But the point is, if you're looking at the data, you're going to know um, and understand it better and understand why maybe, you know, is it overpriced? Um, and that's why comparables are so important when such an important part of analysing a deal, really. You know, you look for comparables to back up the asking price or the flip side of that to help you negotiate the price down. So what about rental comparables? If you're looking at a property that will be a buy-to-let, you're going to want to know what it's going to rent for. You're going to want to know the, you're going to want to understand, you know, what what the rental income will be from that property. And this is much simpler. And you guessed it. If it was a single let, you would look at properties to rent in the area online <clears throat> and get a feeling for the right price. And again, it goes without saying, it has to be a similar type of property. You can't compare the one around the corner and down the road that's all high spec if yours isn't. You know, it's got to be comparable. Um, You know, it's as simple as that. You know, it has to be in the same area as the one you're looking at. That's a given. And you've got to think about the finish, obviously. Now, if you're looking to rent a property out, what level of finish will it have? You now, will you be adding new kitchens, bathrooms? Will it look like a show home when you're done? If so, then look for that style of finish when you're trying to find your rental comps and compare like for like. So you can kind of get an understanding, okay, if we spend all this money and we, we do it to this kind of spec or this level, we're going to achieve this kind of rental income from the property. You know, because you've got to back that up from somewhere. You can't just pluck figures out of thin air thinking, well, we've 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 done all this work to it, so we can charge X amount more. You know, it, it, the market may not stand that. You, you know, you've got to back it up and understand the level in the area as well. Now, if you were looking at roomlets and you were analysing a HMO, it's really about three things. First, it's room size. You know, bigger HMO bedrooms will let for more money. You know, secondly, it's about the facilities. If you have a HMO bedroom with an ensuite, again, that's going to be at the higher end because people like to have an ensuite um, in roomlets. And last but not least, it's about the finish. Um, Again, you know, if it's really basic, you're going to get less rental over, let's say, a five-star hotel-style finish, um, higher-spec you know, with all the mod cons like smart TVs, etc., coffee makers, all that jazz. You know, you're going to get more money. You're going to you're going to you're going to be able to get more more rental income from that room. So, so when you're looking at comparables, you need to compare. It needs to be comparable. <laughs> I keep saying it, but it, people really do struggle with this, and it, it it bamboozles my brain. It really does hurt my brain. You know, there are a few options when when comparing HMO rooms. You could look on the website, spareroomscouk and carry out a search and see if you can look at the pictures and kind of think, right, okay, well, that's kind of what we're trying to achieve um, in terms of the look of the property, the look of the rooms, the kind of spec. Um, and it's in, the, it's in the same area, so we can kind of pin our hat on, okay, 
they're charging that, they're getting that. So it gives you a good indication of what you can do. As I said at the top of the show, if you think property might be for you, go check out our website right now where you can access a free property training workshop. All you've got to do is visit psmproperty.co.uk and click on the button to watch the workshop. So in summary... In summary, easy for me to say, (laughs) in summary, your comparable should be a mixture of on the market prices, sold comparables, and rental comparables, taking into consideration the size of the property or rooms of a HMO, and looking at things like pounds per square foot, number of bedrooms, floor plans, you know, does the property flow properly, um, Area, obviously, that's the big, big one. Type of property, off-road parking is a big one. Outside space is also something to look at as well. And the bottom line is it has to compare in as many ways as possible to the one that you are analysing. You know, lots of people, like I've said, struggle with comparables. And I think when you apply what we've discussed today, it's really just an exercise of applying the data, analysing the findings, and if they are a suitable comparable. Does that make your deal, your analysing, attractive, or does it tell you that the vendor wants too much money for the property? Either way, you've got all that information, haven't you? And you can negotiate then or offer on the property based on your analysis. You've got to back it up. It's all part of your due diligence. You've got to back it up with this, this analysis. You know, comparables is just one part of that due diligence process, but it's a really useful skill to master if you're an investor or a deal packager. Now, before I go, I'd just like to say, if finding and analyzing comparables is difficult, just practice. You know, it's a skill. It's it's a process. And you'll get really quick at doing it. You'll know what what websites to use, how to look at the data and how to pull it together. Um, and if you're struggling, just go back to basics. Um, you know, and, and like I said, extend the search area or look look um, you know look a bit look a bit further back in time, three to five years ago, for that to get that sold comparable. You know, it is a skill. And when you nail down the the methodical process of finding and analysing your comparables, it's really easy. You know, practice makes perfect, as my dad used to say. Now, that's all for this week's podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And remember to go and join our property deal sourcing community on Facebook. You'll find the link in the podcast description and check out the free training too on our website just in case I haven't, I haven't mentioned that enough. <laughs> I know I do bang on about it, but, you know, it's free. Why not go and, go and use it? Why not go and watch that free training and get all the, all the bonuses that I send on email as well, the PDF links and all the rest of it? Um, yeah, check that out on psmproperty.co.uk. If you like the show today, please, all I ask is that you share the love and post it all over your Facebook or Insta, or you just tell people that you've listened to a cool podcast, you enjoyed it, why don't you give it a go? 
Till next time, stay safe and take it easy.